It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Baylor Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, with Craig and Paul. I'm David Smoke. This is 365 Sports. Mac, thank you, as always, for your time. With the state of the football program the way it is, is one of what you have to at least digest is what you can do to keep the fan base moving forward, supporting the program the way it is? Um, you know, well, well, let me let me start by this. You know, and I, I certainly, you know, appreciate appreciate that that question and I'm sure you and, and the and uh, and the guys have probably several other questions about about football. Um let me let me be really, really clear. Um no one is okay with Saturday's performance. Um I was certainly completely disappointed and um as as others. Um and certainly no one's okay with two and four. At, at this point, you know, halfway through the season, um, again, uh, I'm not, um, and I know our fan base isn't, and uh, and I know that 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 Dave isn't, our coaches aren't, nor are our student athletes. Anybody anybody tied to the tied to the program. Um, I think one of the challenges is, is trying to fix problems, you know, in the in the speed of the season, and um, you know this this bye week. Um, will provide you know an opportunity. It's a great it's a great time to to really take a, a hard look look and make make any any adjustments. And you know, quite frankly, we need to make adjustments. Um, we need to make some changes, um, particularly particularly on the offensive side of the ball. You know, uh, I believe we've got you know really good staff. Um, I believe we got really good football minds. Um, they didn't all of a sudden get less smart um, from from 2021, um, and and nobody's nobody's working harder than them, and nobody's more more disappointed than, than them. Um, you know, obviously, right now we're we're struggling to run the ball. Um, you know, and our fo- offense is built, you know, uh, for the run to set up the pass, and so that's that's not obviously working well, particularly when we get get into the red zone. And uh, and we're we're struggling to, to stop the run. So, um, you know, so there's some some things really obvious, and then there's some things that that are underlying that are maybe not so obvious, like some of the the injuries, the the impact that they've had on our on our rotation, and um, you know, with a with a, a a really young group of players 
their their capacity. It's not the the physical piece, but it's it's certainly the the mental piece in terms of you know learning and understanding and understanding scheme. So there's a there's a lot of a lot of moving pieces. And again, back to our fan base. Does it concern me that they're frustrated? Absolutely. Um, they should be frustrated, and uh, and we all should should be be frustrated. I think you know my job during during this time is not to be emotional, but but to really you know be constructive and and factual. Um, certainly, you know ongoing conversations with Coach Aranda. Um, I think those have been very, very constructive. Um, we've had a, a great partnership up to this, this point in time, and, and I believe in him, and I believe in his, his ability to fix these, these, these problems. Um, and I think, you know, um, to solve these problems and, and to fix these problems over, over time. Um, you know, I, I, I think about a lot of, a lot of different things, right? Um, since we hired Dave, there are seven coaches in the country that have won 12 games in a New Year's Six Bowl in a season. He's one of them. There's two others are in this 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 conference, and so you know why do I why do I bring that up? Um, because the the margin between winning and losing is is really really small, and you know unfortunately we're on the wrong side of that, and uh, there's no excuses for that. We gotta we gotta get it fixed. And, uh, and we got to get it fixed, you know, sooner, sooner rather than later. So um, we're hard at, hard at work with it. I think it's a fair question because of what you mentioned. The offensive side of the ball has obviously struggled. Would you ever intervene in trying to suggest who should be the one who calls the offensive plays? Yeah, I, you know, again, I, I, I appreciate that question, you know, um, I've, I've never, again, just being fully transparent and candid, I, I'd never have in the past, but um, I can I can assure you that, that Coach Aranda and I have, have spent um, several conversations, minutes, hours, whatever the totality of those conversations have been, talking about our offense and, and talking about how how it needs it, – it, it needs change. It, it needs to be tweaked. Um you know, it, it needs to, you know, um, probably where our personnel is right now, fit our, fit our personnel better. And so we've, we've had those, um, those very, you know, honest and, and direct and, and candid conversations. How much of preparing for the future is off the field with things that coach Aranda can't control that are outside in the ever-changing world of college athletics that, um, you guys might need to accelerate, like name, image, and likeness, or all that 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 you guys are, are working on to make sure that the next wave of it is is ready to go. Because it's been a hard space for most schools to figure out. I think that fans of Baylor look at it and go, "Well, we never hear about this. We don't know about this or that." But I would say that most schools are in the same boat of just trying to figure out what's the best way forward for their individual brand and in, in, in school. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great question, Paul. And and obviously, you know, when you think about resources, there's there's different categories. There's there's certainly the facility piece, and you know, we've spent a uh, a long time um, 
and being, I think, really, really thoughtful in terms of the the uh, the Fudge Football Development Center, and uh, and I think that's going to be a, a great addition to to the program. Uh, I think you know it will help with recruiting. It's not like it used to be, obviously, because name, image, and likeness, but it's still important to recruiting. I think it will it will certainly you know help in terms of player development and uh, and all of those things. So I think that that's a piece of it. Um, you know, I think name, image, and likeness has has become the most uh, public piece. You know, right now, and um, you know we we haven't been very public with our with our name, image, and likeness numbers um, because, quite frankly, we've we've never wanted it to be viewed. You know, uh, our student athletes coming to coming to Baylor as a as a as a transaction, um, but. You know, with that said, I think we're we're probably doing better than than what our you know what our fans think in that in that space. You know, I think that we're certainly in the upper half in the Big Twelve in terms of the name, image, and likeness um, monies that are being dispersed. You know, um, through throughout our program, uh, throughout the football program, but but. I do think there's there's room for growth there, and I think it's going to be really really important when we think about we we talk to our donors and we talk to our fans that you know investing in name image likeness is is becoming more and more important every every day we speak when we think about maybe getting you know some of the the the, the higher profile transfers from other from other institutions. I think you're going to have to do some one-off stuff with, with those student athletes. And then, you know, we've, we've got a, a lot of really great young talent um, that, you know, I think we're being very, very proactive and, and certainly thinking about that, you know, we, we have to retain. And so, you know, that continues to be an on, ongoing conversation, um, you know, with, with name of the likeness, we've got a strategic plan for it. I think we're we're executing at a we're executing it at a at a really really good level. So, um, but those those conversations about name image and likeness, you know, not only on our campus, I just think throughout throughout the country. I mean, those are those are ongoing conversations that are happening each and each and every day. Can you try, as frustrated as I know you are and everybody else is, and there's a standard that Baylor Athletics has set across the board in many, many ways, and especially with what they have accomplished through ups and downs in football the last decade. Do you see positives? Is there something, despite what you may think about the, or what is fact, the offense is struggling, et cetera, do you see anything in particular that can be looked at as a positive? Well, I mean, I think we talked about it. I think we, we've got some, some really, really, you know, good young talent. I think that, you know, this year we, we got into the, we got into the portal. Um, you know, I think probably the, the, the mistake that, that we made is not getting into it, uh, enough the year before because, you know, the way I, I think about it is if we, if we were, were, were more in it, you know, the, the year before, we're probably not having to play as, as many young, young, uh, young players this year. Now, you know, I, I think that will, 
you know, that will serve well in the future, but man, it makes it really, really hard right, right now. Um, so I, I do think that, um, you know, you think about somebody like uh, a Blake Shapin and, and just think about all of the, all of the hardship that he's gone through and, and, and maybe even the way our, our fans have treated him. Um, that, that young man's a warrior and, uh, in the way he's playing and, and performing and, you know, I'm, I'm really, really proud about that. I think we have an opportunity in terms of talent acquisition, um, to do, to do really well, both, both high school and, and the transfer portal. And so we'll, we'll need to do that, you know, in, uh, in the, in the future, you know, we've talked about it and I get our, our fans aren't, aren't really, really interested in it, but for those that understand team and, and culture and chemistry, uh, our kids have not quit, uh, not even close. And um, I know that, that Coach Aranda has talked to a lot of them post-Saturday. And uh, they're, they're in a really good, good mindset. And, and, and when I say that, nobody's happy with the results. Um, they're up, upset. Um, they're, they're, they're taking ownership on, in it. Um, they're not pointing fingers. Um, and I can tell you, they, they still, uh, believe unbelievably in, in Coach Aranda. There's, there's not one, one young man on that team that won't run through a brick wall for them right now. And, uh, and I, I think they, they feel that like that about, about the staff. And so, you know, there, there are, uh, I think a lot of positives. We got six more games to uh, to show improvement, and uh, and that's the expectation. Could the bye week, or well, it's not a bye week because that means you advance, but could the off week come at a better time, or would you rather than get back on the field and play a game this weekend, and then, well, maybe that wouldn't be good right now. Yeah, no. I quite frankly, I would have, I would have, if I had to pick, you know, I, I would have. I would have liked to have had the bye week right after the Texas game because okay. um, it, it gives you, you know, um, in, in our fans and, and, you know, you all know and understand that football, you know, unlike any other sport, um, you can't just fix and tweak things, you know, offensive scheme and, you know, all the, all of the things that, that are tied to it in, in one or two days. It's not like basketball, um, you know, and so it's it's really hard to do it within the middle of the week. You know, you can do you can do some things, but but um, but you're limited. And so I think, you know, I, I think the off week gives us an opportunity to really think and and be thoughtful about what we do differently in the red zone. You know, you you think about the conversation we would be having right now if we were just more efficient in the red zone. Um, it's not like we haven't gotten to the red zone. We've gotten to the red zone plenty of times. Um, we just, just haven't scored when we've gotten it. And, and that's, that's unacceptable. I mean, we got to get better. Um, and so taking a really, really hard look, you know, um, do we think about going tempo more consistently? Um, that, that takes, there's a lot of moving pieces to that. And so this, this off week, um, you know, is, is something we need to capitalize on. And, and, uh, and again, you know, if I, if I had my choice, I would have would preferred to have it after the, 
after the Texas game. Uh, I've asked you this before when it comes to what Baylor dealt with nearly a decade ago in recruiting, et cetera. And, and even when you hire coaches and who they are, and you've, you've hired some coaches since you arrived in 16, um, is there in any way at all any kind of demand or request from above that Baylor coaches have a certain demeanor and or the image needs to be more important than the win-loss column? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I appreciate the question, and and I think I I know where you're where you're headed, and and I want to make sure that I I answer it, and don't don't evade it. I, I think, you know, look, Baylor, maybe the best way for me to answer it is is Baylor has always had a, a standard about the type of people we we bring into our our organization. Um, and, and by no stretch does that mean perfect people. Um, I'm, I'm far from that. Um, but they need to be good people. They need to, you know, uh, understand and, 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 and believe in, you know, Christian values and the way you, you treat one another, uh, et cetera. Um, we, you know, can, can those people, be be ornery can they have an edge absolutely um you know i've i've gotten into plenty of people um dave aranda has you know our other coaches and staff have and so um you know we we look for a, a a good person the right fit that that's gonna you know put the program before them um, that's going to give them give everything that they have that that pours into, you know, our, our young people, um, you know, and it's it's the same way, you know, it's the same way when we bring student athletes into our program. And again, they don't they don't need to be be perfect. Where I have gotten frustrated, okay, is is just with some of our policies where I believe that there has been, and it's been less than a handful, but where there's been a, 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 a student athlete or two or three or four that, that have, have um, made a mistake. And in, in my opinion, um, they, they have owned it. They have grown from it. They've learned from it, that they're a really, really good person, that they have got a great heart and, it's it's hard sometimes to 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 get them onto onto this campus. That that's where my frustration has has been. And you know, I've I haven't been quiet about it. I've 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 let people know, and and we're we're working through those things. And um, you know, and and some of it, absolutely, I get it and understand it one hundred percent. Some of it is because of what we went through, you know, again, 2000, you know, 14, 13, 14, 15, right. 16 before I, I got here. Um, my frustration is I just don't want really, really good people paying for the sins of, of things that, that happened, happened a, a, a while ago. So that's, that's probably the best way I can answer that. In the last few years, you've seen a men's basketball team win a national championship. 
Um, you have also experienced the women's basketball team winning a national championship, and a lot of the sports have had a great run. Football in 21, their best year ever. You have also been heavily involved in the Big 12 with so much that has gone on since 2021. Was there in any way you were so involved in that that you not lost your eyesight of what's happening within the athletic department, but has that been any kind of distraction for you? Um, yeah, that is a fair question. And uh, it's something that, you know, I think about a lot. And it's something that I thought about a lot as I was going through that. Um, am I, because I've, I've been involved at the, at the level that I was uh, involved in, you know, with the conference, um, you know, am, am I not as involved as I, as I should be with, 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 uh, with Baylor athletics. And so I think it's a completely fair question. And again, I, I thought about it. That was something that I wrestled with in the moment during the time. It's, it's something I, I still wrestle with quite, quite frankly. Um, I, I think my, you know, my most honest answer is, you know, I don't think so. Um, I, I work, um, a lot of hours and, um, I, uh, I grind and I, I feel like, you know, I, um, I, you know, was just made sure that it didn't matter, you know, how much time it took that, that I was going to be able to, you know, um, be attentive of, of both. Um, I, I really feel like this and I still believe this, um, my, my love for Baylor and, and my desire to, to do good for Baylor um, is, is way beyond the, the, the tenure that I will have here. And, you know, the, the involvement in the conference stuff was about setting up Baylor long-term so that we don't have to continue to always worry about whether or not we're going to be in a Power 5 conference or not. That, that we could have some, some long-term, you know, stability um, for, for the university. So, you know, that was certainly, you know, a piece of it. And so, you know, that's, that's why, you know, maybe I didn't say, hey, sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to help. I'm not going to be involved. Um, but, you know, I, I, I still found a way to be, you know, very, very engaged, you know, with, within the, within the operation. So, um, you know, my, my, my sleep and my health has probably suffered from it, but, um, and, you know, and, and maybe, you know, there, there have been, uh, some one-offs here and here and there that, that I should have been more, more, you know, more involved in, but, you know, that's, that's something that I'll, I'll continue to, to, to ponder and ask and, and wrestle with. Mac, to the end of Big 12 uh, expansion, uh, there are reports about Gonzaga out and, um, and your mark, uh, Commissioner Yarmark's, um, you know, mission to enhance basketball. Um, how, um, I mean, I know that you can't, you, there's not been a vote or anything like yet, but how long does, is that going to get down the road before there, there would be a decision on that? Yeah, I, I don't know that, I don't know that, you know, I could, I could answer that you know, with, um, with certainty, I, I think there's obviously, as it's been reported, there's conversation. Um, there's a lot going on with the conference right now, you know, um, bringing on, you know, 
not just four new members, but now eight and all of those pieces and, um, you know, um, how do we do that? The scheduling and, um, the revenue distribution. And so there's, there's a lot of things that are, that are happening. And so, you know, um, I don't know that, that Gonzaga, it's, it's going to resolve itself here in the next week to two weeks. Um, I think there'll continue to be some conversation and, um, and, and, um, some more in-depth conversation as we, as we think about Gonzaga's impact, you know, on our conference, you know, both, both short-term and, and long-term. Mac, uh, we appreciate your time and, uh, Thanks for jumping on. And, and I got to tell you this, 90% of most ADs wouldn't come on as much as you do. And sh- surely not after what happened Saturday night that I'm sure you could have run the other direction and uh, wouldn't have, wouldn't have, uh, would have, would have understood it, but we appreciate you coming on when you do. And also the transparency of what might be going on and what is going on. We appreciate your time. Well, thank you. We're not, we're not running from it. And, um, we're going to look it right in the eye, and we have been, and we uh, we uh, we're going to fix it. it. Needs to be fixed. So appreciate your time, Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Wait.